When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. So, I heard it all week long, right? 0-9 on Monday night. Yeah. 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 You like how this tastes? Yeah. 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 yeah, you like how this tastes? Oh, forgot about that one. It's been a while since we've uh, since we've played that. Hey, welcome in live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. It's our Friday Purple Daily live stream. We go live a little after 10 o'clock uh, Central Time every Friday, and uh, we're looking to incorporate another live stream perhaps on a Monday when the season starts. We'll finalize our in-season schedule and let you guys know, but this is where we take all of your feedback on Fridays, your comments, questions, concerns, critiques from the YouTube comment section, from the feedback tab in the Score North app, and we get to as many as we can here, presented by our friends at TCL which has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. TCL makes more than just TVs, too. They offer mobile products, audio devices, and home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Learn more at TCL.com. And real quick, so tomorrow, I know the Vikings are playing a meaningless third preseason game. We are going to be, the Purple Daily crew here, we're going to be live at the Minnesota State Fair in person in Carousel Park on the big Carousel Park stage. So I don't know. It's, we're not going to use the whole stage. We'll just be sitting up there and interacting with you guys from one o'clock until two o'clock. Come hang out. If you want to go to the fair, if you're on the, if you're sort of on the fence, should I go to the fair? Should I not? Um, come on out. We're going to be uh, on stage doing a, sort of a live purple daily. We might mix in some, some other random stuff as well between one and two o'clock Saturday, tomorrow, Minnesota State Fair, Carousel Park stage. And yes, we, uh, we'd love to meet as many of you as possible. And uh, we'll have a mic out there for some sports therapy, some Vikings therapy. So, yeah, come on out. I just got a, an idea that could be an absolute goldmine. Because to your point, we've got an entire stage, right? Purple Daily the Musical. Oh no! Wow! Purple daily. The so we turn this. So yeah. we turn this thing on its ear. The Vikings can't win the Super Bowl. Oh. What's wrong? Kirko songs. Uh, oh my God! Draft pick songs. That's what we should do. An hour. I'm in. I'm, I'm in on this. Yeah. Musical. Let's, let's do it. That's, that's what Declan the people need. Them, I used to too. But you know what? Damn it! I enjoy a well produced. Uh, play and musical. I think what we can do is expand the brand 
Maybe some horses too. We can be on horseback singing. You know, These are all Declan's of worst my nightmares. Least yeah, favorite things in that'd the world. Be great. Well, you know what happens <laughs> when you do the immaculate good without your friends. That's what happens. Your friends gang up on you. Stay so. tuned for Mackie and Judd to see how wrong these fools are about the immaculate grid, and we'll uh, that'll be a good one too. Uh, the Score North Twin Show is where you can hear yeah. uh, Declan try to. I don't know what he's going to argue, but we'll we'll do that over Put on up the this Score co- Twin Comment show. from Jeff. Hey, it went wide left. We'll end the first act. This is genius. <laughs> uh, if someone can write an actual, uh, you know, musical score for us, then we will attempt to not sing again, it. Not again. Not again. So, all right, let's get to some of the feedback here, gentlemen, from Southern Exile. <laughs> As a fan, Judd's camp notes from yesterday gave me the willies. It seems like this team is a Frankenstein monster comprised of a bootleg offensive line, a stable of a C, of C grade running backs, a disgruntled diva tight end, and a patchwork defense fueled on youth and gumption, but very little skill. It seems like if we lose Cousins, we may be front runners for Caleb Williams because the supporting cast couldn't churn out any W's. From Judd's front row at practices, if he has to pick one. Are we closer to being a surprise boom team or a catastrophic bust team? Um, boy, okay. So this team is not – well, I'll preface this by saying if Kirk gets hurt, it's going to be a bust. But that's true for a lot of teams. Like if you if you remove the starting quarterback from a ton of teams, it becomes a bust. So I don't think it's fair to say, because if Kirk gets hurt, it is done. Like, just tank. Just just lose. Um, I would say it's currently constituted. If I had to pick one of those two, I, I would say boom, because I don't think the bust is there unless Kirk gets hurt. Yeah. I, I, I did say, Phil, while you were in transit back from Denver, so you didn't join us for the uh, Judd's Camp Notes on PD in the afternoon, but I did say that, once again, the short to inner immediate passing game which relies on blocks holding up quickly in the two practices to me looked really spotty really spotty uh there were some vertical shots again which which means that the offensive line held up on those but i'm talking about that quick you know screen passes and things um I have not seen a whole lot in camp that that makes me think the interior offensive line is like somehow markedly improved and that's a concern. That is a concern because, again, Kirk Cousins ain't changing. And this is not a Kirk problem. Kirk Cousins is who Kirk is. He can he can certainly scramble as far as going in the boots. He can make passes from on bootlegs, okay? I get that. But as far as, like, taking off, no, that's not really his game. And I would say one of my if, – if I had to have three major concerns, interior offensive line pass protection is right up there still because there's definitely – especially in joint practices when the Titans or Cardinals have had their top defensive lines in, there are definitely times where you're like, Ooh, this could be a problem again. Well, I I think I actually think I would be shocked if it was a catastrophic bust. If we're getting the two choices here from Southern exile, the commenter catastrophic bust or surprising boom, I guess if, if cousins gets hurt and misses the whole season or something, and you're playing with a backup like that, that would be the only way that that happens a Kirk cousins led team sort of starts at like a, like seven win baseline, right? You can have a really bad defense and a bad offensive line. And Kirk is enough of a professional quarterback and Justin Jefferson 
where you're going to you're going to win some games. So to that, I would say they're they're probably closer to a surprising boom where if everyone does stay healthy and the the diva tight end, as the commenter puts it, you know, comes back and whatever is fine with his contract and the defense wreaks havoc and they force turnovers and it's just more pressure and everything. So I would definitely say closer to a surprising boom. It's definitely, I think, a better boom than a bust. Uh, what's interesting with the offensive line point, and I brought this up to Judd yesterday, is this time last year, we didn't know Christian Derrissaw was going to be an all-pro. We thought Garrett Bradbury wasn't ever going to take a step forward. And you take a year from that now, and here we are, and Bradbury's taken a step forward. Christian Derrissaw has become one of the best tackles in the NFL. I know Brian O'Neill's coming off an Achilles, but on paper is a really good right tackle. Like we, the Vikings answered more questions about three really important positions about up their offensive line in the last year, and yet we still have probably bigger questions on the interior parts, especially after watching the Netflix quarterback doc. Yeah, so this is all a good segue into the next comment or two here. DJ Souptown via the YouTube comment section says, "Is it Judd's camp notes?" Or Judd's camp complaints. Oh, I like that. Hold on a second. I had a lot of positive notes. I mean, camp we're getting, is, some, gri- we're getting is, some gripes that you're that you're that you're complaining, complaining a little bit too much in the camp notes the last couple. I of had days. a lot of positive points. I I've got a look, negative. Look, hold on a second here. I've got a segment that little Debbie I, Downer. I was going to suggest for next week. Look at this. Okay, depth chart. All of these guys hi- highlighted are guys that I was going to do in a segment where camp surprises and standouts. I well, why haven't we got? Why haven't? We, but, yeah, okay, why haven't we gotten that positive segment but, yet? But I've been talking about them. Because you got to start, start with the I've negative been segment. Brandon Powell. I've, I've been uh, Johnny Munt. I've been talking about who was the first guy? Who was the first guy to bring you Ivan Pace Jr. love and steam? That was me. Yeah, I was well. singing his praises. So I'm just, yes, I'm just I'm, I'm just taking the temperature of the room here. Andrew you know Hansen, 34, you has another gripe. I I don't come I don't come to you to blow smoke up your behinds. I come to you with the honest camp notes truth, good or bad. You I can't wanna, handle the truth. I want to put you there. I want to put you in Egan in those steaming hot bleachers, and I want to tell you what I saw. And some of it's good, some's bad, and some of it's just meh, like that. All right, Andrew Hansen, 34, says, here's Judd Logic. If you don't practice, you are cut. This guy would bench an all-pro player if he missed practice. Laughable. Ray Wongwu, I think, is is in jeopardy. I really do. I love what this is. This is happy. Yeah. I don't think they're happy about this. I, I think that they are extremely disappointed. And as I told Declan, the lead-off Judd's camp notes yesterday, I said – I am not going to be surprised one bit if this team makes a makes an addition of a name that we recognize at the running back spot. They have no depth right now. And and Madison's not like this super sure thing. Like you think you know, but and if he gets hurt it's Ty Chandler. And so far they have uh throughout the course of camp brought in two slappies, but the reality is I think that there's a very good chance come Tuesday evening into Wednesday that one addition made to this team is a running back who we know. And I also think that there is now a chance Wong Wu doesn't make this team because I think there's a massive disappointment about the fact he did not return. Yeah. It's always funny to me. Like I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to pick at this comment here for a second. When people take an argument clearly way too far where they'll say, you know, Kurt, 
Kirk Cousins could lead the Vikings to a Super Bowl and throw 150 touchdown passes, and these guys would still find it's like, no, <laughs> that's the, we would clearly praise him if that happened. Uh, and then this one, you know, if you know if you don't practice, you're cut. This guy would bench an All Pro player if he, like if Justin Jefferson misses practice, Jed wants him cut. No, but if you're on the border of the roster and you're not yeah. practicing, it's like, what do we do well, with you if you're if you're like the 53rd guy and you're the other guy's practicing? It's a it, it's a thing. Off that point, let's see here. Keneal Harry got signed to be to to get a chance. He then got hurt before the Titans game. He didn't practice. Let's see what happened after that. Oh, he got cut. Yeah. He got cut. Why did he get cut? Because he can't make the club in a tub. Exactly right. (laughs) The cliche is absolutely true. While we sit here in our comfortable offices and couches, you know, these guys need to get out there. You got to get out there and play to the injury. We didn't choose that life. They did. They chose football. Now you got to practice. Look, people make choices. Exactly right. Exactly. I, I always love that, too. Like, you know, you're not out there playing. You know what? No, I have no interest in being out there playing. <laughs> Their life sucks as far as I'm, I'm concerned. And there's almost no amount I could make where I would say, you know what? I really want to do play football. That doesn't I don't know that I, I would say their life sucks. They make a lot of money to play a game and it can it can I, be sucky, but it, I don't. Well, if you're a quarterback and you're good, it's great. But I'm sorry. If you are, if you play the majority of positions in football, you have chosen a very tough life. John D says in Kirk's press conference yesterday, he alluded to wanting mustache Monday and Jersey day to come back for next year's training camp. Mm. Yep. Fascinating. Did Kirk just state publicly that he will be on the Vikings next year? Well, I think he'd like to be. Yeah. I mean, I think he would like to be. Mm -hmm. I think he is. Um, it would have been more it would have been more interesting if two days ago at the podium Kevin O'Connell had said, you know what, we're gonna bring back Mustache Monday and Jersey Day, and Kirk is going to lead that in 2024. Uh, but I think Kirk is working with the intention he'll be back. I also yeah. think Kirk and the rest of us don't know. Yeah, that's a fair way to put it, which is a good segue here into some of the Trey Lance follow-up. So we did the Trey Lance episode now that now that Ian Rappaport is putting out there very credibly. Bill hey, Barnwell, Viking, too, now. Bill Barnwell has Today. a piece on ESPN.com saying the Vikings are the best fit. So let's go through some of the, the stuff that you guys sort of said on the YouTube comment section via the Scornath app. Tim Kriegler says, hey, guys, in regards to passing on a trade for Trey Lance, um, why should him not developing under Kyle Shanahan matter? When did Shanahan become the be-all, end-all for quarterback development? He played a role in developing Kirk, but RG3 was a bust. He elevated Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan was already pretty good. Traded for Jimmy Garoppolo, another good but not great quarterback. And Jimmy Garoppolo showed some signs in New England, but it wasn't like he was, you know, garbage when he got to San Francisco. Brock Purdy has been good, but such a small sample size. He has a fantastic system, but to me, his quarterback development is good, not great. I say if the compensation is right, roll the dice. Yeah, I mean, by the way, I think our stance in the Kyle Shanahan discussion, we all kind of agreed that it gives you a little pause, you know, like that system, that coach, it gave Declan a lot of pause. Judd and I were like, it's a thing, but, you know, if, if it's a first-round pick, okay, I'm probably not having that conversation, but a six-round pick, I can get over the Kyle Shanahan part of it, I think. Trey Lance also, in his defense a bit, was – the starter 
what, two games in or a game in and got hurt in Chicago and he was done. He missed another year there too. Um, and the one thing that I, I'll defend him a bit on, and this is not an absolution thing, but I will defend him a bit. So the system that San Francisco introduced to start 2022 was for Lance. Like that was designed for Trey Lance. The system in which he has struggled in in the preseason in his first games back are not for him. So basically they're saying go out and execute the Brock Purdy, the system that we're going to use because mm-hmm. we're, we're not going to uh, create a gimmick offense for a guy that we perceive as our third string quarterback. So I think there's a, I just saying, I think there's a lot of things here. There's a lot of cause for pause about why people are tying the Vikings to Lance, not saying it's going to happen. I'm not even saying it's a great idea. But I think that dismissing it is like missing the big picture of where this could be going. And again, what Kevin O'Connell long term is going to see as the type of quarterback, the style of quarterback that he wants for this team. Yeah, he just I I wouldn't be against a uh, late day three pick. I think I saw the early reports. It's an earlier day three pick. So you're looking at what rounds four or five probably for potential Trey Lance trade. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, I don't know what makes much sense. If they didn't draft Jaron Hall this year and there was still like, just if it was Tayamu was the third string guy behind Nick Mullins. Okay. Let's, let's, let's see what you got there. But I think if Brady drafted Jaron Hall and then you just basically switch Jaron Hall with Trey Lance to me, I don't think it just, it doesn't make much sense to me. Joe, what, what, let's say it was, it was Jaron Hall or Trey Lance. Are you that married to Jaron Hall? Nope. I'm going Trey Lance. I think what it is, I think what it would be in their world is just switching pieces out and that they would see Trey Lance as, as because it's all potential upside. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, now, if Jared Hall was a third round pick, I probably would not do it. Because then I'd, I'd be like, if Kevin O'Connell, because there's a big di- difference between Rick Spielman taking the now cut by Cleveland, Kellen Mond third round. If Kevin O'Connell had deemed a quarterback uh, to be a third round pick, I probably think that, that there's a fighting chance that this guy could start someday. A fifth round pick is a long shot. I'm curious there, but no, if I switched out the pieces and quite possibly also got Jaron Hall through to the practice squad and now Trey Lance is my three, yeah. I would do that. Actually, that would be obvious. Yeah, if, if you could, if you could wave Jaron Hall and he gets to your practice squad and now you've got, you got Mullins and Trey Lance as your backups and then you've got Jaron Hall on your practice squad. Okay, that kind of kind of solves that conundrum. On the uh, Kellen Mond front, here, here's a comment directed at, well, kind of Declan. Matthias9495 on YouTube says, The show is better when y'all don't talk about quarterbacks. I still remember the grin Declan had when Kellen Mond was drafted. The Browns waved him this week. Thanks for watching my grins, I guess, back in March of 2020 or May of 2021, whenever the hell the uh, draft was two years ago. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. He, he he was a third round pick. It was exciting. It's exciting when your team takes a quarterback and it didn't work, but it also didn't shipwreck you. So I, I guess eggs on my face for that. Here's what I don't get. So because I've actually gotten and it's not surprising. Um, I've gotten tweets, X's and things like that yeah. in the last couple weeks during camp notes saying that I know nothing about football, but then people are watching. So like if I was, if I had a show and I'm like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I probably just quit watching the said show. They can't quit you. They hate watch you. 
Yeah. So like, what's the deal? Why are you watching? Why are you stalking me when you hate me? I don't understand that. Again, proving that love and hate, very closely related things. Sports dad hated and loved. But I don't know football, but you still watch me. I'm just confused. There's a lot of people in the commenters that hate, I think, us specifically, but yet are still dropping the comments and still watching the likes and hitting the like and button and all that. Thank stuff. you for the yes. We appreciate yeah, well, well, that. Hopefully you enjoy the content. If you just come here every day to, to seethe and hate, we appreciate you helping us grow the brand, so to speak. You know, we're here. We're here for everyone. OK, um, let's hear David Stock says just to continue the, the Lance thing for a second. Why wouldn't you trade a day three pick for Trey Lance? You guys have talked a lot about what life after Cousins could look like. And most of the time, that includes a year or two of a bridge quarterback when you're transitioning. Next season is the year for Lance to potentially get his in-game reps. And as Judd said, it's not like KOC and the coaching staff are just going to ignore him if he's here you know, behind Kirk Cousins. That's that, I mean, Kellen Mond was probably just going to be a bust either way, but Kellen Mond came in here, and I'm guessing... I mean, the head coach barely spent any time with the starting quarterback, so he wasn't getting like any head coach tutelage. You know, so it would be different here under this offensive-minded coaching staff. The comment continues, I would much rather have Lance or another quarterback with upside playing next year than whichever slappy free agent veteran is available as a bridge quarterback if Cousins doesn't come back. And that's the main thing to remember here is, you know, because there's a lot of people like, well, why won't you just, just keep riding Cousins? You know, he's only 35, whatever. You can, he can play for He's not under, we, he is not under contract right now. So we, we have to, and the front office has to operate with other options in mind. Like right now, it would be foolish to say, well, he's probably going to be the quarterback next year. I don't know. What if he hits the open market and another desperate team says, we'll give you $48 million a year. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen in March of 2024. We just know that Kirk is not under contract as of right now. And there's a reason why they haven't signed him yet, too. That That's the thing. Like we and look, we all agree he could return. Right. But if they wanted if they 100 percent had said back in March, this is our guy like we have found him. We have found our guy. He would have been signed to a three year extension by now. So like that's the other, and, and the other thing that we don't know is, is this. We can talk about it. I can say I can say, you know what they could do? They go get a veteran bridge guy. Kevin O'Connell might say, like hell, I want a guy I can develop. I want a guy, even if there's rough moments, I want a guy I'm developing. So, like, this is the thing, folks. We don't know. The only thing that we know for sure is Kevin O'Connell is a quarterback guy. He's made that clear, played the position. We know that. But we don't know how he thinks about this. He might say, to hell with a bridge. And, by the way, I want a guy who's mobile, and that's why Kirk's not coming back. But, yeah, if Kirk Cousins – I just keep going back to this. If Kirk Cousins was 100% definitively their, their guy, he gets an extension in March. He didn't. There's yeah. a reason why. So, yes, this is all – there is – and I know that the unknown is scary, but there is a ton of unknown here about the direction that they're going to go at that position. Yeah, so they have to be proactive, and uh-huh. we'll, we'll see. I don't know. This is all – at this point, it's all just fun speculation on the uh, Trey Lance front. Cole Bjornberg chimes in here. If TJ Hawkinson wants to reset the tight end market, which most can agree we can't afford to pay him top dollar, knowing we are going to have to do that with Justin Jefferson, Christian Derrissaw, let's see what the trade market looks like and maybe get a second round pick back. You traded a second round pick. 
He helped you, you know, get to the playoffs, whatever. Maybe you could get a second round pick back for him. Keep Nick Muse on the 53 man roster. So you still carry three tight ends. And now you use that second round pick you got for Hawkinson. What are you laughing at? Declan, it says write that down. Nick Muse is going to make the 53. Oh, Declan's like, oh, yeah, Nick Muse. (laughs) So you would, uh, you'd keep the three tight ends. You'd trade Hawkinson for second round pick. And then the comment continues. You use that second round pick along with future first round picks to move up and get a quarterback in next year's draft. You won't end up with one of the first two picks, but I'm certain there'll be four or five good quarterbacks coming out of this draft that Kevin O'Connell can mold easier than Jaron Hall, for instance. Time to start thinking about the team and the ultimate goal of winning the mother-bleeping Super Bowl. I have listened to you guys religiously for the past four years, and now I have my father, Jeff Bjornberg, hooked on your show. So if this comment makes the show, give that Army veteran a shout-out. Keep up the great work. Hey, Jeff Bjornberg, thank you for your service Absolutely. and for being a listener of Purple Daily. We appreciate it. I don't know. Would, would you would you trade? Would you think about trading T.J. Hawkinson? So, I've be I've started to give this more thought in the past few days. Not like if I would, but would they? Right? Like he's not practice, or I'm sorry, he's going through some drills, but he's not really practicing still. Ah. O'Connell O'Connell two days ago said he might be ah. back on Thursday. Right? Oh yeah, he might be back on Thursday. Well, of course he was on the field doing work to the side, but not taking part. Um. It's an interesting thought. And if he wants to, I guess my question is this. If you want to reset the market, what are you looking for here? And if you want to reset the market, like I thought he was looking for an extension that was fair. But I didn't I didn't know if it would be resetting the market or just like something in the in, in the guaranteed range of uh George Kittle, who's a better player than than uh Hawkinson is, but I think it's worth a conversation. I think the goal is to get this done and look, it very well might get done September 9th, but all of that being said with all of the pending contracts and to go back to the conversation that we had on the scoop session with Doogie with the lack of contracts that Quazy and, and these guys have now given out. I don't think you can dismiss this because there's got to be a method to the madness, right? There's got to be a reason why Hawkinson's not done and Jefferson's not done, and they elected not to do Cousins. And then to his point, Derisaw is going to be, um, you know, he's going to be eligible for an extension in, in a year. Now, with the way things are going with Jefferson trending, I'm guessing he won't get the contract then. But all those points, it's a ton of unknowns. We don't know. I think Hawkinson gets done, but that's sort of also based on my feeling about past vikings philosophy and this isn't you know this is not rick so have to wait and see i think the path to trading him is actually in season so let's say the vikings get off to that slow start so they got to play justin herbert they have to play jalen hurts they have to play patrick mahomes they have a game Mm -hmm. in lambo two days before the nfl trade deadline uh which i believe is halloween this year i think it's october 31st uh so let's say they are just they're one and five. They, they've gotten off to a slow start. You sell TJ Hawkson and try to get something back. Do you try to get a future second round pick, which, which you gave up last year to get him? I think the in-season trade makes more sense than flipping him before the season starts. I agree. But if it's only on the merit that you just get off to a disastrous start, whether it's just by bad luck or injuries. Yeah, Travis Kelsey goes down or something. I mean, there's there's things that could happen around the league that 
if you don't come to a, to a contract extension. You could also just carry it through and franchise him, but it seems like he's already putting up a fuss now. The franchise just, tag thing probably wouldn't go over well. I don't it think never does. Yeah, it's a, it's I, I a weird if, situation. But here, here's my ultimate question, and I've been I've been poo pooed by some, but I think it's fair. My ultimate question is this. So, so far, this this seeming charade has been carried out by everyone involved, right? Went from an ear, now it's a back, but and he can do work. Again, he can do work with a mm-hmm. bad back, but he can't do some work. Um, what happens if a contract is not done September 10th? And now he has said, I'll play. And fans that I've talked to are, are like, oh, he's going to play. It's a, he, He's going to play. We don't know that. Yeah, he's carried on this. I mean, what's to stop him from the morning of September 10th going out on the field before the Buccaneers game, putting himself through a workout, coming back in and saying, "I can't go. My back still hurts." Yeah. So, like, which that's, by the way, we we've part. seen this with Vikings players before too. I mean, Sidney Rice held surgery over the team's head for an entire summer in training camp. Yeah. Hey, I know my hip's been a little achy. I mean, he actually did need surgery, I think. But he didn't so, have it on purpose until the last second. Yeah. So you never know, man. I I know that there's a lot of fans, and, and we've gotten some pushback on this, that, well, he, he said it's not about the contract. Why don't you just leave it alone? Leave it alone, Judd. Well, I, okay. What, so I guess we just leave everything alone and just get get get, well, get, get lied to, and I don't know. But, on, but the problem with that, philosophy is this on september 10th if he says i can't play okay now you play but now you've ignored it right but i'm just saying the whole sure what leads you to believe that the one thing hawkinson's being completely truthful about is i'll i'll play i think he plans on his contract being done but if it's not like why why am i cherry picking well i don't really believe this and i don't believe that but he'll play yeah and by the way if he says he's hurt and can't play he does not lose that game check. If he says he's hurt and can't play. If, right. if he goes I got out there and okay. says, my back That's is shady. still a mess. It's super shady, but this whole thing is shady. Yeah. That's so, the point is we, we want to leave things alone until it adversely affects the team. And then it's a story. What this show does right here, what we do every day is we jump on topics that the Vikings are already on. We do like to get ahead. We do. And, yeah. and you're right. I think, you know, the, whether it was the Trey Lance stuff a couple of years ago and we, we, we if, and if you don't like that, we like to get ahead, then okay. Maybe, maybe it's going to drive you nuts. But speaking of getting ahead, by the way, okay. You can get ahead in the weight loss game by calling our friends at Livia. That's what Judd did a couple of years ago. I sure did. And the guy on the left, sports dad, the guy on the right, sports dad. What happened? I'm going to tell you right now what happened. Weight loss, substantial weight loss through a program that for the last three years, that's right, three consecutive years, Livia has been voted the best weight loss program in the state. That means they are not not, not just a first round pick. That means they're like a quarterback who goes first overall when it comes to your desire to lose weight and a special offer on right now. If you join right now, Three months for free. 
That's right. Three months, not three weeks, not three days, three months for free. Imagine all the weight that, that you can drop in three months and you are just getting started on a weight loss journey that I'm going to guarantee you folks works and they're going to help you keep the weight off. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com, insider outside the state. They can uh, take you, they can help you, and you can lose that weight. Again, three months for free, Livia.com. Also, a shout out to our friends uh, over at Ugly Deck, Judd. Let's roll right into this one, too, because Ugly Deck is not only here to help you potentially just build a new deck, but you can do it yourself and save a bunch of money as well. A ton. Exactly. uh, Exactly right. In fact, look at the fun. Look at the fun that these people are having. And why? Because they saved a ton. A maintenance-free deck can be expensive. But what if I told you there is a way to save, and I'll say this slowly because it's a lot, $10,000, even if you think that you can't build a deck yourself. UglyDeck.com is a DIY assist program where UglyDeck installs the footings and ledger, designs and assists with your project, and you finish the deck and you save thousands. You get a free DIY coach from start to finish. So you get your own personal quarterbacks coach who's going to help you. Half of the UglyDeck.com DIY customers, they have never framed a deck before, but you can DIY it with their help. Average savings between 10 and 11 grand. If you go to their website, you can pick out your deck, check out all the great national brand products that they carry. Look at that thing right there. Right now, their fall promo, uh, $500 off. Just tell them that Judd sent you or that uh, Purple Daily sent you. Late summer and fall, perfect time to build a deck. So get started now on their website. It's uglydeck.com. Click on DIY. Save 10 to 11 grand on a deck that's going to look fantastic. And a shout out to our friends also at EcoFun. So it's still a great time of year to be getting into electric bikes, ATVs, scooters, dirt bikes, all sorts of great pricing right now at the two metro locations, one in Burnsville, South Metro 35W and County 42, and then Forest Lake off I-35. I am highly interested still in these golf carts. Okay, I feel like I don't know where I would personally store one for myself because we don't have like a garage space for it. But uh, my goodness, I've always wanted a souped up golf cart. And the scooters too, they range from 49cc up to 300cc. So some powerful scooters for you to ride around on. Check them out at EcoFunMotorsports.com, EcoFunMotorsports.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Let's keep rolling here through the comments. Middle-aged Vikings fan says, I saw a tweet yesterday that I thought would be an interesting discussion for the show. The question was, you can bring back any retired athlete in their prime to your favorite sports team. 
but they'd replace the current best player at that position. Who would you guys choose for the Vikings? So you could you could bring in um, you know you could bring in like Moss. JJ's out. Correct. Clearly, I would not do that. Dex. I mean, I would love Prime Dante in here and swap out Kirk Cousins. Love Prime Dante. Now, Dante not on the same level as like MVP. I mean, he almost won an MVP one year. Well, you'd but, get uh, that version. You'd get the yeah. You get the best Prime yep. version of. So would would Prime Dante be the best addition over Kirk or Jeb? Would you go somewhere else? If I was to do this to actually help this team, like right now too, and, and I'm seeing yeah, his why else would you do it in the comments? Right, but like, well, if you love Moss. If you oh. love Moss, you might be like, I want Moss back. That's what and that's kind of like, what Declan's doing, I feel like. JJ's out, but I want to help this team, and I'm seeing his name in the comments, Randall McDaniel. Yeah. I'm bringing in a guard. <laughs> I'm bringing in a guard. I think you're right. I, I would either bring in a guard or a center, but the guard is probably the most urgent need. I'd actually bring in Steve Hutchinson. Yeah. Or wait, 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 wait was McDaniel a right wait. or left guard? He was a right guard, wasn't he? He was. I think they were both left guards. Okay. Okay. Well, then either one of those guys would be. Yeah. Hall of and then you could slide Cleveland to right guard, and then Ingram, or just whatever. It's a committee at right guard. Whoever wants to play that week can play. Right. Just don't screw things up too badly. On defense. Defensive line or interior. Got to be like interior defensive line, like John, John Randall, Randall in place yeah. of Dean Lowry or something. Cat- well, it'd yeah, be in place Pat. of Harrison Phillips. Big but Pat. Still. Yeah. Big, Big Pat, Pat in place of yeah. Kevin at the three tech. Yeah, you'd be replacing Harrison Phillips, and he's a That's he's a good call. player. But we'd be talking about like v- Ring of Honor caliber players here, right? Okay, curious to see what people continue to put in the comment Page. section. Page is a good one. Yep, Prime Allen Page. That would not be tough. Yeah, hey, you have to. Phillips. We'll see you later. Thanks right. a lot. And obviously, he weighed like two hundred fifteen pounds, so you'd have to translate to modern NFL. Put on a couple couple pounds. Um, Ann Keen says, so thanks to your show, my dad got the best 83rd birthday gift. His niece and nephews bought him enough before I die for the regular season, the surly before I die lager. Then we bought him enough for the Vikings to go to the Super Bowl. If you can give a belated 83rd birthday shout out to Jack Keen, he would love it. Judd, do you have a, can you cheers to, to, to Jack here? He's always got a can can within arms. Jack, 83, congratulations, fantastic. In fact, here, right here, I'll cheers you a before I die. I only have one question for Ann. How do you know what's enough for a season? Like, how do you know? They must have mapped out like he drinks this many a week or this many a Sunday. Some games you're like, okay, I got to really go. Lots of well, lots he, of he's beer. 83. He might have like maybe it's one or two or something. He's the poor he's man probably not putting 15 beers. Anyway, down. Jack, <laughs> congratulations. Before I die, before we all die, yes, we want to see the uh, the Vikings win a Super Bowl. And this beer, this beer right here, at least takes the edge off what can be very difficult times. So awesome, man. Yeah. And by the way, these Friday live streams are powered in part two by our friends at Surly that before I die lager that you're seeing all over the place around the Twin Cities. Uh, if you go to the state fair, too, you will see in the bathrooms a shrine to the before I die mantra. OK, I should have said we, I guess we could have. 
you know, I could probably put this up on my uh, on my phone here. Let me see here. I just got a note from a guy that saw it. Yeah, Jesse's there. Go. Our friend Jesse Pierce is there. She saw it too. Here, can you hold this? I'm just janky. I'm literally holding my phone up for the audience. The just one before I die. Is this the year? And then it's where people can find Purple Daily, purpledaily.com, and anywhere you find podcasts. I so, like it. A perfect shrine in a perfect place. The bathroom for our show, Purple Daily. Uh, Stephen Barbie says, if at all possible today, can you guys take time to acknowledge the passing of two wrestling legends, Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt? I know there's there's some wrestling fans who uh, who listen to Purple Daily, and Declan and I are huge wrestling fans. But So Ter- Terry Funk was in one of your favorite movies, Roadhouse, Roadhouse back great. in the day. Yeah. Yep. One of the great hardcore wrestlers of all time international star and then bray wyatt is one of the just the great most one of the most creative and great modern day professional wrestlers and he died of a heart attack yeah oh my god he's had some heart issues throughout the year and Mm. he died he died of a heart attack and yeah it's kind of kind of shocking i guess to the wrestling world yeah it stinks man. man um bray was one of like the coolest characters in wrestling over the last 10 years, essentially from his ascension from NXT into the fiend uh, headlining WrestleManias. I mean, this guy was in the prime of his career. He was released a few years ago. He came back about a little less than a year ago to this epic return at extreme rules. And he hasn't really been on TV since Royal rumble time for the last six months. Um, You know, it's, it's reminiscent, unfortunately of when Eddie Guerrero, who actually passed away here in Minneapolis, at the prime of his career, essentially. Um, and obviously, SmackDown's tonight, so I'm going to guess it's probably going to be a very somber and and kind of an emotional episode of SmackDown. But, I mean, just a, a guy cut down in his absolute prime and just a huge shock in the wrestling world. I mean, it, yeah. it stinks, man. It really stinks. Yep. So uh, he just, uh, I don't know. Remember, like, The Undertaker came along in the early 90s, and it was like, whoa, what is this? That was sort of what Bray Wyatt was 10 yeah. years ago. And it's a lot harder to have that impact on people because – Almost every idea has been taken, but yeah, we are we are wrestling nerds, Declan and I, and that was pretty shocking yesterday. Um, Jamie Rask says Aaron Rodgers is playing in this week's preseason game. So is Patrick Mahomes. Are the Viking starters so good that they don't need any real game experience before week one? We will see if the Tampa game goes south. What do you think? Would you would you send Kirk and and the first teamers no. out there? No, I wouldn't. And Rodgers, I think, is probably going to play a series. And I guess my question is, what's that going to do? Like, is that going to to create a cohesiveness? It used to be in the old four preseason games, the third one, the first team would ordinarily play the entire first half. Okay, if you're dedicated to that, that's going to help. But if you're going to play a series, and, and I actually heard a theory on, on the Jets is, that Rogers told him he wants to play to take the edge off because he's afraid if his first start is week one, that the guys around him are going to be like, Oh my God, we're playing, you know, and it's going to be a lot for them. And that this is going to be an attempt just to get the first team out there with him. And that this is actually his call, but with four joint practices now here and with preseason being down to three games, uh, my thoughts on, preseason have changed a lot and if you get a starter and and i'm talking beyond the quarterback if you get a starter hurt i just don't think it's worth it i really don't but they could get hurt also in the joint practices you know a knee knee could go or 
I get that yeah, like it, there's actual tackling in a preseason game and there would be an edge right. if an edge rusher gets around, they're gonna tackle Kirk. Right. Kirk. But there is something to be said for two of the greatest jersey. quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. Opting in and wanting to play preseason football. Yeah, I, I don't, and I'm not saying it's a Kirk thing, it's it. more of a Kevin O'Connell thing. Yeah. I wouldn't do don't it. Do it. Don't do it. Okay. I would I would I would be open minded to a series if it if it felt like I used hey, to be. Yeah. But joint practices, uh, the, the QBs still wear the red jersey, so they can't be touched. I sort of like that. Like, I don't want, I don't want some hotshot rookie on the Cardinals. You know, God forbid, shockingly beats Ezra Cleveland and gets a free shot on Kirk. I don't need that. Okay. So, well, I think uh, we've come to the end of our of our uh, bin of comments here for this week on this live feedback Friday purple daily youtube channel hey one favor to ask of you guys so as we continue to just make sure that our content and our advertising partners are relevant to you guys the audience we would love for you to just answer a few questions over at scorenorth.com slash survey that's s-k-o-r scorenorth.com slash uh slash survey and you can fill out a survey to enter uh to win a 100 amazon gift card and the responses are anonymous. So if you want to rip the crap out of Judd or me or Declan, it will be anonymous if you want it to be. Um, so, yeah, scorenorth.com slash survey if you can help us out. It just helps us kind of fine-tune who we partner with, the content that we put out, and uh, it's it's helpful. So, And maybe we'll see some of you tomorrow. I know it's during the Vikings' third preseason game, but 1 o'clock, Carousel Park, Minnesota State Fair. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to be handing out therapy sessions to Vikings fans if they would like. We'll be on stage, and we'd love to meet as many of you as possible. So thanks for making this one of the most popular football podcasts in America, inexplicably, the last couple of years. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. See you.